Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I know time is kind of getting away from us. I'm going to go right to my assignment. Um, if you were here last night to hear uh, Pastor Tony Shaw, just give God some praise. You get a chance to hear, ooh, what, wasn't that powerful? Yeah. We love you, man. You, you sparked so much stuff in my spirit. And there were uh, three things, uh, really, that the Lord said during, um, during your teaching. Uh, the first thing that God said to me was, I want you to teach them how big I am. I want you to teach them how big I am. The second thing he said was, uh, don't tell them up front what this thing is. Tell them in the middle. I said, okay, I'll tell them in the middle. Amen. Somebody say, tell, them, tell us in the middle. Okay. I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, instruction. That's my third thing is a little bit of, of, of instruction. Uh, my assignment overall is to get you to see yourself as God sees you. To get you to see yourself as God sees you. Now, you may not know right off the bat, so let me just go ahead and say this. I want you to more closely identify with your real identity, who you really are. We're going to do identity formation tonight. Somebody say identity formation. Amen. Um, if you guys can get uh, the slide ready, um, we're going to get right to it. If you would just mind just praying with me. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we come before you this night thanking you for just simply being God. We're glad that you're here, Lord, and I ask that you would uh, increase the anointing even the more in this place, that you would give us uh, eyes to see and ears to hear. Give us the kind of anointing that makes teaching easy, that can reach the heart and make the grace available that's plenty to engage us so that we can see the difference in our lives. I ask God that you would bless those who would come here and do something specific, personal, and intimate for them so that they know there's no doubt that it was you. I ask that you would give, oh my God, the kind of blessings that go into secret places to do things, to give them answers that they didn't have questions for. God, I ask that what you do you seal it with the Holy Ghost that the devil can do them no harm. Satan, we speak to you right now. We don't have to get all excited. I don't have to jump up and down. I don't have to foam at the mouth. But I cancel your assignment where these people are concerned. The blood of Jesus says against you, and you don't have a chance. This thing runs its course. We already win. So I'm giving you a spiritual warning tonight. Take your hands off these men, women, and these children because the anointing and the power of God is on them and you don't stand a chance. We declare these things in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. 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 All right, we're going to get right to it. We're going to write right to it. Somebody say identity formation. This is, I'm so glad to be here because this is, this is honored a gift. And one of the ways that we... Uh, honor the God in Pastor David is to participate in the vision 
that God gave him and that God gave the church. Somebody say vision. I want you to understand that we gather together under the anointing of God. Somebody say under. Okay, I'd do this pretty quickly because we got uh, to move quickly to get some traction on this. Um, somebody say under. I want you to understand that the anointing of God is the presence and the power of God on you, on human beings, allowing human beings to do what under normal circumstances they could never do alone. Are you with me? So the anointing of God is the thing that creates the blessing. The anointing, I make a distinction now because the anointing is not the blessing. If you're anointed, you're blessed already. Are you with me? People make the mistake of reducing the power of God to a thing. You got to understand, God is not some other, we reduce God to some other locatable things. Like it's going to be, like he's going to be found among other things. Here's a cup. Here's a tissue. Oh, yeah, here's a, here's a box. Oh, here's my watch. Okay, let's find God. Here's God. That's a God that's too small. The anointing is the power of God, God himself on humankind, allowing humankind to do the things that they could never do by themselves. The anointing can create a blessing. Okay? The blessing is not the anointing, and the blessing is not God. Oh, I might have to work on that a little bit, Pastor. The blessing is not God. If you with me, say amen. amen. Okay, I'm with you too. Um, and I know we know it. But what I hear makes me think we don't know it. Woo, Pastor, Pastor, Dr. James. Oh, come on, see this. Oh, look what the Lord did for me. Oh, look at this. Look at my car. Look at, look at God. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> look at God. And we go with the other Lord is the God. No. You're blessed already. The anointing is on you. And it's the thing that produces and gives manifestation, are you with me, to the things that we have a desire for. But here's a mistake. Here's a mistake. Somebody say mistake. It's a mistake to take anything that God gives you or God blesses you with and take that thing and suddenly now replace God with it. Pastor James, Dr. James, aren't you pray with me and be in agreement with me? I need a new car. Okay, praise the Lord. God bless you with that job. He'll bless you with a car. Praise the Lord. Okay, Pastor. So every Sunday we sit and pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, Pastor, I got my new car. Praise the Lord. Look at God. Okay, no, that's not God, but praise the Lord for the car. All right, Pastor. No, no problem, Brother Johnny. Amen. Right? Days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months. Anybody seen Brother John? I saw him in the driveway washing his car. Well, you know, I got to take care of the car. You know, you the God bless me. I got to say, let me give you the great philosopher, Bruce, Bruce Lee. Somebody say Bruce Lee. All right. Oh! <laughs> Laughter does the heart good like a medicine. Amen. 
uh, Bruce Lee is in Enter the Dragon. There's a scene, and uh, he's talking to one of his students. So the whole thing only takes like 30 seconds, 60 seconds, something like that. And he's talking to the students, and he says, he's making this point, and he says, it's like a finger, a finger pointing to the heavens. And the guy's staring at his finger. He takes his hand, he wraps him on the head. And he says, don't concentrate on the finger or you'll miss all the heavenly glory. <laughs> when you concentrate on what's pointing to God and it distracts you from God, we're denying glory. What does it have to do with gathering together? He knew that we had this bad habit. There's all kinds of stuff going on in the world. There's stuff that, that's here to distract us. I get it. I know what time it is. Somebody say time it is. Right? It's up to us to know the times and the seasons as people of God. Amen? So I know it's tough. Right? But you cannot give up because even though that stuff is raising up, even the stuff, even this, it's like an abundance of foolishness. And then that's like, it's like foolishness on steroids. I get it. Yeah, are you with me? Right? But, but I got to tell you, though, see, it, when the enemy comes in, Right? We understand, like a flood, God lifts up a standard against it. So you have to understand and keep it in our spirit that whatever we're up against, praise the Lord, man, so good to see you. Amen? Whatever we're up against, don't know what it's up against. Whatever we're up against, it doesn't know what it's up against. Are you with me? Because I'm not fighting. You're not fighting alone. So he knew it would be real tough, Ryan, and it would, and it would be discouraging to us. And there's so much, uh, I would call it uh, rampant individual, individual, individuality, 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 easy for me to say, that it makes us be concerned about ourselves. And so God said it like this. He said, um, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. He said, don't stop gathering together. Amen. He said, because I can see in the future that some of you will develop a bad habit and you'll stop coming. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves as some of you will come to do, which means you develop a habit. Are you with me? So he knew that there would be a pattern that as things got tougher, some of us would back away. Are you with me? Okay, we're going to get into some plural stuff in a, in a minute, so I want you to catch this. There is, there are things available in the spirit to all of us that are not available in the spirit to one of us. I mean, it's so simple, we miss it. There are things available to all of us that are not available to just one of us. God is gathering us as a supernatural, a supernatural entity called the church of Jesus Christ. It is the ecclesia, the called out. When you're called out, you're called to. When you're called to, you're called together. When you're called out, 
you're called two. When you're called two, you're called together. Now, the two is very, um, it's, it's, it's tough to understand because really the way we, it, it works is it's from God that we've come and it's to God that will return. I don't know if you know it yet, but your life is a circle. Your life is a circle. Amen? Your life is a circle. Anybody have kids? Raise your hand. Have children? Okay, praise the Lord. All right, your life is a circle. The circle of life has seasons. Amen? Somebody say circle. Okay, for those that have kids, first we raise them, then they raise us. Life's a circle. Oh, you didn't know that? Let, no, let, me, let me explain. Y'all too young. Y'all don't get it. First, we feed and change your diapers. Then later, you feed us and you change ours. Am I in the right church? Can I, can I preach the truth? I, okay. No, we got to be real. You understand? Because La La Land is not getting Christians anywhere today. We got to stay out of La La Land. Oh, we got it. No, no, you need some truth. You understand? You need some truth because the truth will break you free. Are you with me? Right? And so what he's doing is so we, we, we it's, it's, it's from him that we've come. It's to him that we're going to go. So we're come from God. Got it? Then we walk as Christians. We mature as Christians. We make good on our assignments. And then we return home. Guy, you ever hear everybody say God's called him home? You, you heard me people say that, right? Right, because when you go home, you're returning to God. Are you with me? What God has done is he's birthed us and he's called us, but he did it together. Pastor Tony, we're called to a redemptive future. Somebody say future. future. We're called to a redemptive future. Next slide. I want you to understand this. Just, 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 just bear with me um, for a second. Um, you're so important to God that God looked over the banner of eternity and he saw what we would need. And he said, man, this is, this is a tough one, man. Not only do they need something that's tough, but they don't even know they need it. I mean, it's something for you. If somebody needs something, Pastor Day trying, they don't even know they need it. Are you with me? I mean, in the whole progression, Father, in the whole progression, there's several opportunities for us to do the right thing. An apostle, in any number of those opportunities, Instead of doing the right thing, we did the wrong thing. Are you with me? There was one point in eternity, mother, where they say, okay, all right, all right. Um, I find no harm in him. Uh, Jesus is being railroaded. I think we ought to let him go. Which one should we let go? You know what, to, you know what the, the, the human said? Barabbas. 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 Are you with me? We didn't even let the right man go given a choice. We didn't know that we needed a Savior. So God looked and said, man. He didn't say it like, I'm, like I would think it. 
you know, I'm not perfect. I'm just going to tell you, right? We, it's, the anointing flows through truth, transparency, honesty. Are you with me? And being real. When you're speaking truth and you're transparent and you're honest, the little imps and demons flee. Where do you think they run to? Other places of lies. Are you with me? So covering up and putting on is a nest for evil. It hides in the dark. Are you with me? Right? And I wish to tell you this. Whenever I'm preaching, whenever I'm teaching, okay, you got to let it all wash over you. You should pick a main course, and you should pick a dessert, but don't try to remember it all. Are you with me? Because this, this is how it works. I'm preaching to the church. I'm teaching to the church. I'm teaching to everybody. God is speaking to everybody. Are you with me? He looked over the batteries and said, they don't even know what they need. He said, so, uh, I mean, let me see. Uh, what man can I find? I look, oh, no, that's, that won't work. Okay, he'll go, and he's going to get here, and he's going to mess it all up. Ah, gosh, and God decides this, which is pivotal for this thing I'm trying to get over to you tonight. God says, I guess I'll do it myself. You ever have a job that's so important you couldn't send anybody? What do you say? You say, you know what? I, I, never, never mind, I'll do it myself. So God says, I'm going to do it myself. Let's take a look at Hebrews. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. It's trying to tell us that as things get tough, we should stick together. As things get tough, we should stick together. What God ends up doing is he says, okay, I'm going to handle this myself because I need to get everybody. If they're not going to gather together all the time, I need to make a spiritual theological move that'll cement everybody together. So he looked over the banister of eternity, and then he began to walk down through 40 and two additional generations into the time frame, Pastor, through a human suit called Mary. And there it is, the Spirit of the Lord in human flesh. And for the first time in history, God, divinity, and humanity residing in the same place. So divinity gets to understand the plight of humanity and humanity gets to share in divinity. It all happens in Christ. He's 100% God and he's 100% man all at the same time. Eternity past, eternity right now, and eternity future. Eternity past means that everybody, no matter what you did in your past, no matter what people say about you, no matter what your reputation is, God covered it in your past. It doesn't even matter what you're going through right now, even as you see me preaching, even the stuff is going through your mind. Some of you might be sitting on sin right now. Some of you might be planning something right now, but God still got it all because he's eternity present. Doesn't matter what you do five years from now. 
because he's eternity future. He didn't become human. He became humanity. He didn't become human. Human is that one, or maybe I'll get that one. Maybe I'll get this human here. There's one way in the back. Let me get it. Raise your hand. I got a human right there. God said, no, my knowing you don't have no time for that. He said, I'm not limited by the time frame. He said, I'm going to become humanity. He said, I'm going to become the grounding of the whole species. I'm going to become the glue. I'm the, I'm the H in human that makes human human. I'm going to become humanity. So everybody that's born as a human gets to participate in the gathering together of my grace and my anointing. Everybody that's human can also be me. He said, I did a, I, I busted a move on the devil where I was able to get it all. All humanity. He said, I'm going to redeem everybody and leave nobody out. He's calling everybody to a redemptive future. There's a super anointing on everybody, and the devil's job is to think you can only have one on you. Somebody say, redemptive future. He's calling us to a redemptive future. So we should not forsake the gathering of ourselves together. There is a grace that's available. There's a certain type of God work in the atmosphere that takes place when we all gather together. Are you with me? All kinds of things go into motion. Amen. Y'all give me my next slide. Hallelujah. Good. Well, the reason is, we're here is because we all get better. Iron shop and iron. Pastor Tony preached. I could barely sleep last night because God gave me all kinds of stuff that was sparked from his message. Are you with me? The best way we can honor the God in Pastor David, right, is to participate in the betterment, the achievement, the advancement in all of us by being here and doing so. The best way you honor God is to participate in the grace and the anointing he has available for you. In other words, the best way to honor God is to do what you're supposed to do. I tried the church. It didn't work. No, you don't understand how it works. Help me, Lord. Can I teach this thing, Ryan? All right. Ryan's one of my sons of ministry. All right. Repeat after me. Say, Dr. James loves us. He loves us so much that he tells us the truth. Okay. We have some serious psychological and spiritual self-hate going on. We do. We do. And if I don't like me, then I'm not going to like who looks just like me. If I hate myself, 
I'm going to hate you too. I live in Chicago. You hear about the shoes and stuff, right? Right? Some of that is serious identity crises. I hate me, and my life's not worth anything. And since my life ain't worth anything, I'll take yours. Mind-boggling, isn't it? Uh-huh, but we do it too. Let me let you in on a little secret. Be worth your money. If you don't get anything else, get this. Okay? The fight that, you're, that we're in as an army is fixed, and we're going to win. You got me? You flip to the back of the book, we win. Okay? It ain't hard. We win. Okay? Right? They thought they had Jesus. Aha! Get him! He's human. Nope. Uh, wrong. He's humanity. So when they tried to kill him, that's the noise, that's the, that's the noise, the noise of truth. You hear me go, boop, boop. That means that some truth happened, okay? Aha! We got him! String him up! They didn't realize that by letting him come, Ron, we all came. Except we didn't because he took our place. He left you here but took your humanity with him. <laughs> Sometimes I break ready to shout and run on my own. We're talking about identity. If you don't like you, watch it anybody else. Are you with me? So we do have that. We have it. We have it. We have it. We have it. And Jesus told us that there would be some things to happen that would make us feel bad about ourselves. But he actually said, the stuff that makes you feel bad is the stuff I recognize. It's what I came for. Are you with me? So when people say, oh, the church, I don't like the church. The church is this, and, and, and they got this, and they got that, and they got this spot, and they got this wrinkle. Don't make no sense. I don't want to be the church. I want to be some other such thing. We ain't going to even use the name church. How are you not going to be the thing Jesus is coming back for? How are you not going to be what he loves? He says, I'm going to the Father, and I'm leaving the Holy Ghost. And they say, oh, wait, wait, don't go. He said, no, 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 no. You think because you can't see me, I'm no longer here. He says, no. He said, okay, since y'all freaking out and you don't really get it, I'm going to leave you a comforter to rub your head and soothe you and make you feel comfortable in your idiotacy. Well, that's what it is. Amen. I thought about it before I said it. I did. I ran it through the Holy Spirit check. Lord, can I say it? He said, you need to say it. Are you with me? Yeah. He says, okay, look, I'm leaving the church. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, and I'm the Holy Spirit with you. And here, church, you're going to have some spots and you're going to have some wrinkles. Y'all going to be messed up, but I already got you. He says, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you access to secret information. He says, I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit with you, the paraclete, paraclites. I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit with you to do two things. One, there's some pretty good teaching in the earth, but Jesus said, nobody's teaching is as good as my own. So number one, the Holy Spirit is going to remind you of everything I taught you. So it's just like I'm still here. Number two, 
The Holy Spirit is going to reveal. Oh, my God. The Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you stuff that you don't even know yet. You know, it's easy for me to live with my spot and my wrinkle if I got secret information from God. It's easy for me to live with my spot or my wrinkle if I have the Holy Spirit on my behalf and I can have the mind of God. And I both have God the Father, Father in creation, uh, Jesus Christ, Son in redemption, and Holy Spirit in regeneration. So if I need something created out of nothing, I got it. If I need to be uh, redeemed because I messed up, if I repent, I'm redeemed before I can even get the apology out of my mouth. And all you got to do is repent. And what does repent mean? It means when you say you sorry, mean it. We got the best deal going being the church. Your sin is no, I mean, man, the devil makes you feel bad about some sin. Sin? Come on, y'all. Are you with me? You Not only is the fight fixed, I'm all out my notes. Not only is the fight fixed, right? But the enemy is a joke. The enemy's a joke. Y'all can't watch movies and believe the stuff you see in a movie. Here's God, doom, 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 boom, cue the bass music. Boom, 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 Tiffany's, boom, 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 boom. And then the devil, everything gets dark and this big thing with horns and everybody's like, And it's the God against the devil, the God against the poop. You know, we are we all gonna die. There's a bunch of goblins and good. Oh, come on, y'all. You, you can't believe TV. They're just trying to separate you from your money. It has no theological value at all. Hey, Amen. It's a it's it's a worldly wealth transfer from your pocket to theirs. No, I'm serious. I'm not making jokes. They're 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 powerful. Men in baroni suits in upper rooms, planning how to separate you from your money and your faith. Don't believe God, believe us. Don't believe God, believe a billboard. Don't believe God, believe a commercial. Take rub this cream, you'll be thin. Fat as I don't know what. Think you're gonna be thin? Awesome. Come on, y'all. This is real. The church is not helped by La La Land. Drink this drink, you'll be smart. Come on, y'all. Drink this, you won't forget anymore. We got to be smarter than that. Are you with me? Are you with me? You have to, we have to be smarter than that as a church, and we have to stop hating ourselves. Because God loves you as the church. Are you with me? And he's coming back for you. But the problem is we're not doing the work we need to do. We're supposed to help each other. Are you with me? It's supposed to work like this. Apostle, I have no idea if I got a big old stain on my back. And I'm like, I don't need the church. I'm not, I'm... I, I, I'm not going to need the church. I'm not going to be religious. I'm spiritual. Well, I don't care how spiritual I am. I can't tell if I got a stain. The more I, the harder I try, the more ridiculous I look. 
Because I, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it by myself. I can't tell you if I got a wrinkle. And I was sitting down right with this vest on. I'm pretty sure I got a wrinkle. The only chance I got is to say, Apostle, I need you. And I love you. And you know what? I'm afraid I got a stain. And I'm afraid I got a wrinkle. Can you tell me if I got a stain or a wrinkle? Y'all, you with me? I can't even be what I, who I'm supposed to be without every, without, are you with me? He didn't die only for James. You realize if you don't make it, I don't make it either. He called us all to a redemptive future. He died for all humanity. There's stuff that happens to you when you show up in church, you can't even tell. That's what grace is. You don't deserve it, right? And you don't, and you don't necessarily know you need it. You ever have kids in your home or been somewhere where a lot of kids are at? And I've learned it don't bother me anymore because God has a grace for children. And you've been sitting there, and they're in the living room, and they start running. You stop all that running now. Stop all that running. And I've seen them running, just take off and run and get around the coffee table. And you swear they get ready to hit the coffee table. They get real close like and nothing happens. Sometimes it looks like they run through the table. Yeah. There's angels for children. There's grace for children. There's a different atmosphere for children. There's love in the atmosphere of children that evaporates with adults Oh, let me, no, let me. That's a different message. Yeah, how we, how, how we see ourselves and how directly we walk in who God made us to be changes the atmosphere, okay? Because you weren't, you, you weren't built for honoring. You weren't built for mean. No, Really? And the Holy Spirit has within it a certain kind of spiritual fertilizer to see to it that within your spirit, certain things would grow to keep you from being something that you weren't made to be. You weren't, you weren't made to lose your mind. You weren't made to throw a tantrum. Are you with me? You got to eat your fruit and be who God called you to be. What you mean, eat your fruit? Fruit of the Spirit, self-control. Dr. James, what does that mean in the Greek, self-control? What does it mean in the Hebrew? Control yourself. The fruit of the Spirit is not Tony controlling me. I don't need a special revelation to know not to go upside my wife's head. Pray for James. He's losing. No, save that prayer for what it was made for. And tell James to stop acting like a fool or we're going to lock him up. And he could do prison ministry in Jesus' name. We have to stop hating ourselves and stop hating the church because when, it, when it's acting like it's not supposed to be. 
Those of you raising children and they act out, you deal with them to change their activity. You don't disown them. I tried having kids. The kids, them old messed up kids, I'm leaving. Or maybe some of y'all do leave. I don't know. <laughs> but you're not supposed to in Jesus' name. Right, you understand what I'm saying? Amen. They have, they have a tendency to remember that when they that part where they start raising you. Somebody say, iron sharpened iron. Okay, now I have you open enough to hopefully you can embrace and at least begin to open up your mind and, 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 and uh, your spirit to actually walk in who God called you to be. Because the hope of glory and the hope and the supernatural um, uh, empowerment of God is hidden in the church. Is hidden in the church. He called you out. All you got to do is act like it. Are you with me? All right? Let me connect my points so you don't think I, I, I got lost. Stop thinking that you no longer can be the church because of sin. It's just sin. It has no power. Are you with me? Now, if you think that me expressing this truth to you is giving you a license to sin, you really don't know who you are. Are you with me? And in me preaching to you, if you don't know every time you sin, something hurts or you feel bad. But it doesn't keep you from being who you need to be. Can I go deeper? Every time you sin, something dies. You have to understand what death is. But you're part of the church, so death is never eternal for you. First time you do something wrong, oh, my God, oh, I feel so bad. Lord, please. On the third or fourth time, you feel less bad and 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 less bad. Are you with me? You can repent. You can redeem. You got uh, fire insurance. You still don't get because you still don't get to heaven, right? But if we had a meter that we can put inside of people to check the veracity and the health of their spirit, we would see that some of us are are emaciated. That's a fancy word for skin, skinny and anorexic, and not. We're just not healthy. Are you with me? Because the habit is not conducive to your spiritual growth. But it doesn't keep you from being who you are. It's like anything else. It's like, you know, you can, I shouldn't be eating a Hershey bar every day. It's supposed to be apple every day, not Hershey bar. So if I mix up the, the thing and be like, oh, yeah, Hershey bar every day. Hagen dazs once a week. Okay. If I, if, 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 it be, be, it's because what it's doing to me doesn't happen right away, I can fool myself into thinking that it does no harm at all. You ready? It's because it doesn't kill me now that I'll keep doing it. I keep eating a Hershey bar every day because they don't cut my leg, my foot off 
the first time I eat one. They cut it off after three years. Are you with me? Okay. Somebody say smarter than that. So we have to use our collective spiritual intelligence. Okay, don't let me lose you. My assignment in the body, like I, I, last night was just phenomenal. Uh, Pastor Tony's phenomenal. I, to me, I, I named him. I said, look, I said, you're my, you're, you're my America's faith man. You know what I mean? Military, it's in good shape. You know what I'm saying? He's detailed and stuff like that. And, and he did, he, he blessed me. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a so into him. We're gonna get a relationship going, et cetera, et cetera, right? Okay. My job is to raise the spiritual IQ in every room I get in. My job is to raise the spiritual IQ of every room I go in. My job is to make you dangerous. My job is to keep you from being afraid of stuff that'll never hurt you and how to use the weapons you didn't know you had. Are you with me? My assignment is to raise the spiritual IQ of every room I go into. So the old tricks that the enemy tried to use before will no longer work on you. Are you with me? Okay, so the biggest one is, hallelujah. The biggest one is, the biggest one is, thank you, Holy Spirit. The biggest one is, is that the devil's not who people say he is. God is big. The devil is not. Dr. James, Dr. James, I say, man, you okay? What's going on? Man, I'm, I'm trying. I'm barely making it. Now, you know, no, nobody laughs at that. That's serious. You know, it's when we probe for the details that it gets funny. It gets strange. Well, why, well tell me what, what seems to be the problem. And I'm waiting to hear an actual problem. You with me? But instead what I get is, well, the devil's busy. And that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, pastor, the devil's busy. And he's waiting for me to be like, yeah, he sure is. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> You're never going to get that out of me. No, I'm, I'm part of the church. Called to a redemptive future. It's a bunch of us, baby. We got grace upon grace upon grace. You understand what I'm saying? You realize every time I wake up, there's a new mercy for me? You know, grace and mercy moving me every time I move. Are you, are you with me? You know, Pastor, the devil's busy. And he's looking like, I'm supposed to feel sorry. No. I said, okay, hold on. Let's examine this. Somebody say, you got to be smarter than that. Let's examine this. Okay. Let me give you a little bit of theology, Brother, brother Flapjack. I'm going to use Brother Flapjack because there's probably no Flapjack in here. Brother Flapjack thinks that the devil's be you gotta say it like 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 you're scared. You know the devil's busy. Well, let's think about this. Okay. So God deals with the devil. Are you with me? And God is a thing called omnipotent. He's a thing called omnipotent. I'm potent. Power. Omni means all. He's all. Power. Somebody say all. all. Power. Okay, how much is left after all? So there's no extra power. There's no power outside of God. There's no other power. All the power is found in God. So when you're talking about God, nobody else has any real power. All power. Nothing more powerful than him. 
So he's a thing called omnipotent. And he's also a thing called omniscient. Fancy word for all science. In other words, he got everything figured out. He's all-knowing. There's anything to be known, it's all in him. All-knowing. Omniscience. I've got everything figured out. No more equations. Are you with me? Yeah. It was all God. Then out of God came the law. Out of God came medicine. Physician, heal thyself. All of this came out of theology. It's the mother science of all sciences. He's omni, omniscient. He's all science, all knowing. There's no knowledge outside of him. He's all knowing. He's all, he's omnipotent. He's all power. Amen. Anybody know the third one? What's the next one, baby? You know it? Anybody know it? What is it? He's omnipresent. Somebody say omnipresent. It's important. Memorize it. You got to memorize it. You have to internalize this because your life will change. I'm serious. If you forget everything else and remember that, your life will change. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. 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 What are you doing way over there? I'm waiting on God. How you waiting on God? Because he's everywhere. I need a move of God. How do you need a move of God? Show me where God has yet to be. You can't show me where God is yet to be because he's everywhere, which means that you're not waiting on God. You can clap. It means that you're not waiting on God. God's really waiting on you. He told me when this man was teaching, he said, explain, he said, teach them how big I am. I cut to the quick. Big God, big life. Little God, little life. Big God, big life. Little God, little life. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Let's get back to Flapjack. The devil's busy. Okay, let me get this straight now. There's the devil who's not omniscient. He's not all-knowing. He's not omnipotent, so he's not all-powerful. And he's not omnipresent. He can't be everywhere at the same time. He can't be everywhere at the same time. He can't be everywhere at the same time. You got to just wash over you now. He can't be everywhere at the same time. So, Brother Flapjack, how busy can he be?
It's quite simple. Ergo, which is a fancy word for therefore, everything we call a devil ain't him. Everybody, are you with me? I got spots and I got wrinkles. And I have wounds. Y'all know what a wound is, right? It's a sore that's healed. Okay? Y'all want the truth, truth? It's like I said twice, there's more truth. Want the truth, truth? Truth is, most of my sores were self-inflicted. It doesn't disqualify me. Because the very thing that identified Christ was showing his wounds. Are you with me? Okay. So I got him. I got him. That old devil. Y'all pray for me. I got a haagen demon. You know haagen demon? We need a revival. Come on out here, haagen demon. It's going to I know Hagen Dazs demon. I do too. I do too. I do too. I do too. And where I live at, you get is is you can get uh two for five ninety nine. But that's me eating Hagen Dazs. Dear church, oh dear church, the very composition of who we are is spiritual. So we have no need to spiritualize everything because we're already spiritual. We're already spiritual. Nothing's hurting the church like la la land. We don't even know who we are anymore. Are you with me? Y'all help me with my spending demon. Boy, you better learn how to save money. I'm saying if you if self-control, which is the fruit of the spirit, if you can't take a dollar, if you can't take a dime out of a dollar, I can't help you. I'm not mad, I'm just passionate. Because there's some things that we do have to engage the, the, uh, the Spirit of God in and that we do have to go deep in the Spirit to, to take care of it. But the stuff that you're designed to take care of yourself is not, it, it's not one of them. All right, let me speed up a little bit. Y'all run my slides so I can see which we can go kind of quick. Okay, we got to keep going. All right. So I'm here to, to, so that you can understand that you have an abundance identity. Somebody say abundance. Okay, I'm not going to go very long. All right. Either you have an abundance identity or you don't. Are you with me? Right? You have to understand what I'm saying to you. I said identity. I'm trying to tell you that abundance is part of who you are, not what you have. Who I am is abundant. Are you with me? Good. And either you have it or you don't. Let me give you the symptoms of people without an abundance um, identity. Okay, number one, if, if, let me know if you know anybody maybe feel like this. A belief that you'll never truly uh, be masterful in life. Number two, a belief 
that the God life is for other people. You've just resigned. You know what? Uh, it's not, it's not, God's not going to bless me. I know he can bless somebody, but he's not going to bless me. Right? Three, fear that you'll have to compromise your values. The problem, one of the problems with the church is that people just go ahead and decide that they have to sell out to get what they need. I'm not going to stay there. Are you with me? I could get y'all shouting if I did, because everybody knows it's true. Four, not making the level of positive impact in the world that you are truly capable of creating. It's a trick of the enemy to get you to not know who you really are. All right? Five, this is a big one. Pastor Tony does a lot of damage to the devil with number five. Another symptom is you're not thriving financially. Are you with me? Okay. Money says a lot. It tells a lot about somebody. Are you with me? Okay. Six, working a lot harder than you have to without the results. That's the feeling of overwhelm. Too much to do and not enough time. I'm tired and I don't know what I'm going to do next. I feel like quitting. It's not worth seeing what the end will be yet. Are you with me? Okay. And number seven is simply feeling too far away from God. Being, recognizing who you are as a church means being in God. It's not a building. It's us. Next slide. Okay? This is how it looks and feels, and this is what the evidence is of people with an abundance identity. Real transformation. Somebody say real transformation. Okay? This is what I'm trying to get you at. How many people know that information is not transformation? You need to be transformed, right? We're not just problem solvers. We're problem eliminators. The, what's better than solving a problem is rendering a problem, making a problem irrelevant. You want an example? You want a real cool example? Here's a real cool example. Death and sin. It was a problem. Are you with me? And God saw that it was a problem. So they charged God while being Jesus, a sinner. So now you must be crucified. Are you with me? What happened was they said, okay, sin and death will do him in. All we got to do is kill him and who be dead. But because of the spiritual move that I explained earlier, he gathered us all up with him. And because we were crucified with him, we also died with him. We were buried with him. Are you starting to get this theme that you are not by yourself? That this is a, a group thing? That what the enemy's trying to get you to do is run out of your, your, your group protection and be out there on the own so the enemy can try to cut you down. Are you with me? And because we were buried with him, when he rose, he says, you were raised with me. And so it's a big old spiritual psych to the enemy. Like psych. Y'all know what that is in Michigan? But I, you know, we say at home, I don't know if people... Right? You thought you had me, but you didn't. Right? So he who knew no sin, 
He didn't deal with sin. Y'all better deal with him. No, 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 no. What's better than solving a problem is making a problem irrelevant. He said, I'm not going to deal with sin. It don't have enough power for me to deal with it. It's not real when it comes to me. Are you with me? So he who knew no sin, one more. That's the church right there. That's the church right there. You with me? You don't have to have no theological degree. That's the church. He who knew no sin became sin. My God. And by becoming sin, he assumed it all. And he eradicated it. We preaching together. Together we're better. A student, front row. Are you with me? So sin has no control over me. It has no more power. Are you with me? This is powerful because it can it can exist, but it can't control me. You can point at it and you can say, I see a sin, and you did this and you did that, but it has no more control. So what? You can see sin. I see your sin too. But I'm no more slaves. You ready? I gotta get this right. Let me just let me sit over here. We's free. We's free. You think you can bring up sin, I'm supposed to fall into, into bondage. You're supposed to bring up sin and think I'm going to fall into slavery. Supposed to take back, you think you can take away emancipation proclamation papers and make me slave again? Womp, womp. He who knew no sin became sin, and sin no longer have control. Can I go deeper? I'm going to go deeper. Down. I'm going to have to stop. I can't get my whole thing in. I'm going to go deeper. The sin thing is important for you to memorize. Because of how God works, you have to understand, based on what I explained, that what God does is who God is. What God does is who he is. He healed me so he is a healer. He redeemed me so he is a redeemer. You with me? So he who knew no sin became sin. This is powerful. See if you can get this. Pastor Tony is important. God can assume that that is not God without ceasing to be God. He's supposed to squint. I love it. People squinting. God can assume and become that that is not him and still be him. God can assume that that is not God without ceasing to be God. God can assume darkness, can assume death, can assume hell. David put it like this. He said, if I made my bed in hell, you be there. God can assume that that is not God and still be God. He can assume sin. He can assume dirt without being dirty himself. He can still be clean because he's God. So you thought you had me. 
and you thought I was going to be afraid of dying. But not only in your attempts to kill me, did I not die, but I get to live forever. Who wouldn't want to be the church? God says, remember how big I am because you're big too. Remember how big I am because you're big. Listen, you're too big to need a gimmick. You're too big to run a game. You're too big to have a, you're too big to be making stuff up in church. You're too big. Just be who you are. Be who you are. Know who you are. Know what your power is. Know that you are in God and God is in you. And he who created something out of nothing can be created himself and walk in your power. Stop putting on. Oh, no, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do now? Return this. What are we gonna do now? Why are you panicking? In games so long that the church started panicking because it ran out of them. We ran out of games, so now you just gotta be the church. Just believe. Just believe. Nobody here is mad because I preach the gospel. Just preach the gospel. And tell people who they are. Pastor David, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for trying to, I need a lot more time and I just tried to, but you know, but I just did what the, what the Spirit told me to do in Jesus' name. I want you to understand that you were not created for easy. You were not built for simple. If I could just have an extra, Pastor David, can I have just an extra five minutes? because the Lord told me this. I'll make sure I covered the thing that he told me to do. Pastor Tony was teaching, and he was talking, just giving an awesome word about God will give you routes, that he would give you, uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word, um, plans that I have for you are to do you good, and I do, that, he, that God will make a, a, a way for you. Are you with me? He said, that's God's way. Then all of a sudden, he came over here on the chairs. I am not going to try it. And he started walking over on the chairs. He said, but... You could try this way, but it was much harder. So you always have the option of going the way that you don't have to go, and you always have the option of being who you're not. So I'm going to leave you with this. Thank you, Holy Spirit, and this will be my close. And I hope you take it to heart. When this man started walking the chairs, that's when I started hearing. He said, I didn't make him for easy. You're not built for easy. God is nowhere near as interested in using you to make your situation easier than he is in using your situation to change you. You're not built for easy. You're a son and daughter of the living God with infinite potential. I have a slide that says, this is my point here, I have a slide that says that you're not an overcomer. You're more than that. Somebody say more than that. 
I hope I can change your, 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 how you see yourself now. Amen. Somebody say, I'm more than that. So by definition, since, anybody catch that move? My teacher's in the room. I said since, not if. Good, my teacher caught that. Since you're more than an overcomer, you're going to have to have things to overcome. Hello. Since you're an overcomer, you're going to have to have things to overcome. The stuff you have to overcome is not an inconvenience. The stuff you have to overcome is not a problem. The stuff that, over, that you have to overcome is not something you should try to get rid of. It's proof of who you are. I am more than an overcomer, therefore, things come and I overcome them. It's who I am. Don't wish things were easier, wish you were better. Peter said, y'all think it not strange when you have various trials and stuff come your way. Are you with me? There's some things that happen in your overcomingness that only your overcomingness can produce. It's your power factory. Hey, I saw the light come on. I saw the light come on. I saw the light come on. Just be who you need to be. There's something that happens in the trouble that only the trouble can do. There's something that happens in the rigor that only the rigor could do. Let me give you this last thing because I, I, want, I want you to be able to do something with your weakness. I want you to be able to do something with your anxiety. I want you to be able to leave this place and do something with your confusion. There's a couple of scriptures. One is this. God saying I was going to and fro trying to find somebody that I can show myself strong in, that I can show myself strong in them, that I can show myself strong in them. Then further he says, that strength that I'm talking about gets stronger and better. It's the only time where we see that there's any part of God that has potential to improve. Otherwise, there's no part of God that could ever get better. He says, my strength is made perfect in a certain place. I'm trying to teach you what to do with it. He says, my strength is made perfect in your. Stop crying about it and open it up to God. Stop crying about it. You weren't built for easy. You're built for such a time as this. Why me? Why not you? God says, I want you to know how big I am. Amen. Pastor David, give God some praise for this moment.